most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, motherfucker. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. All right. Good morning, Angela Yee. Okay, maybe not. Charlamagne the God. Okay, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Okay. All right. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got a hump day. I ain't got a Charlamagne good morning. I ain't got a Yee good morning. Hey. No, we just sat down. Hey, what's up, Yee? You're not in here with us. You're in Miami on vacation. Yeah, no, I've been here. Y'all late. What up, guys? What up, Charlamagne? Hi. He's not, he can't hear you yet. He's plugging in his headphones. Oh, my gosh. Give him one second. Dramos, can you start this over? Because this is so unprofessional. every day at 6 a.m. Oh. Hey, let's start this over. Here we go. (laughs) Just ignored him. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. You guys got to work on this whole late thing. Oh, shit. All right. I've been here. I just wasn't in the room. You got to work on this vacation thing. Yeah, how about, how about that? that? Yeah, you want to you keep talking or you want to hush now? <laughs> want to change no, the we, subject? We have vacation days that we are allowed to take, and I take them. Is there a problem with that? Oh, okay. All right, all right. Where are you, Where are you anyway, for real? He's in Miami. Oh. I'm in Miami. Okay. I took the kids for, um, school starts in, a, in another week, so I took the kids away for a couple of days in Miami just to enjoy the sun and beach and everything before they go back to school. And it was my two-year-old's birthday. Why not? It was my two-year-old's birthday, so I took them out. We got the vacation time, so I'm, I took them out a little bit. And I said, I'll work while I'm here, so... While they're sleeping, I just come over here, do the show, and then head back to them after the show. Yeah, you ain't got nothing else to do, right? Hey, there you go. I know. There you go. Well, good morning, guys. How was your day yesterday? Uh, yesterday was good. I did a campfire. I was in this program. A campfire? In New- a yeah, campfire? it's a campfire talk is what it's called. So basically, I was in this program called Prep for Prep in New York where they take these kids uh, from, I guess you would say, they say urban areas, but maybe don't the hood. Their- finances and they do this whole program and they send you to private school they send you to boarding school and so I was in that program so I like to do a lot of stuff with prep for prep because I thought it was a very beneficial thing like when you go to school you actually Mm -hmm. uh, learn a lot it's like a Saturday and a Wednesday night that you go to classes in all summer for two summers so when you go to private school you've already learned everything so you go in and you feel like you know you're ahead of everything yes and so um for the kids that are alumni of that program they have this thing where they try to have you speak with professionals about what they do and so it's politics it was media and it was music and so i was on the panel it's a campfire though so they participate so it's not like a panel where you just talk it's like a whole conversation so they get to give their input on different topics. Where the hell can you have a campfire at in New York? It wasn't a literal campfire. It was an actual oh, campfire. Okay. They call right. it campfire. I was like, where'd y'all find some woods? Okay, oh my who, started, who started the fire? But shout out to all the prep for prep students out there. Okay. All right. Well don't forget today from Queen Sugar, Omar Dorsey will be Hollywood. joining us. Oh I like Queen Sugar. So we'll kick it with Omar Dorsey a little bit. Yo, we need our own gang, y'all. Our own a, what? A gang. Our own gang. Like, like 
Rihanna has the Navy. Man, shut up. Oh, my gosh. Cardi B has the body gang. Shut up. We need, like, the need? donkeys oh, or the warriors. I know, what happened. I know what happened to you yesterday. The barbs jumped your ass, huh? <laughs> they, what did they jump <laughs> the me? The barbs jumped your ass, I, huh? You were out here block, defenseless. I couldn't, I couldn't block them enough. I was like, There's, we don't have a gang. We need a gang to gang Why back. The biggest later. problem was the, the thing on 50 Cent's page. <laughs> Why do you care? Why do you look at that? Like, the thing, I don't care. Like, like, it's you, fun. You, not. you know when you say something about these Stan's favorite artist, they're going to attack. You just got to be prepared for that. No, like, I was I was prepared. I was look. I had my I, <laughs> I had my block thumb going. I got to the point. I was like, you know what? This Go was, away. We got a lot happening got, yesterday. I, we got a lot of great information yesterday. Yes, mm -hmm. I got a challenge for the Barb's. Instead of What's attacking that? people who you think don't like Nicki Minaj. Go buy Nicki's buy album. Buy the album. Yeah, I was they, they, the they, they're thing. saying that she's going to have the lowest debut of her career. Go buy the album. It's a good album. Yeah. It's a good album. Go support the album. When you when you support uh, the artists that you like and they sell a whole bunch of records, that really shuts a lot of people up. So go support the album. It's a good album. Go buy Queen. Instead of attacking instead of attacking a Queen from Queens named DJ Envy, go buy Shut Queen. <laughs> go buy the Shut album, up. Barbs. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's my helping. challenge to the Barbs. Go do that. All right. And I just want to clarify something, okay? We got some what? good information yesterday from Tyga and from Safari as far as this whole hair transplant thing, which I thought was good information. And I always felt like guys needed more information on that because a lot of men are very um, self-conscious about their hairlines. Not me. No, I, I, got a, I got a lot of people that I know that actually go to Turkey to get their hair transplanted. A lot of people don't know about that. A lot of people can't go they, to Turkey to go they, get that. No, transplant. I mean, they said, they said it's $3,500 in Turkey opposed to 12000 here, and they said it, it, the procedure's better. I don't know. I, I, I'm but not that sure, was but. some good information yesterday for people. I remember dating this guy when I was like 20. We were like 24 years old, and he, he had no hairline. And I know he would have loved to go to Turkey. You got to treat hairlines like you treat problems. Let go and let God. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, let's talk about the elections yesterday, the primaries yesterday. There were a lot of things that happened, a lot of firsts for our nation, and we'll tell you what they are. Also, we'll be discussing Donald Trump and Omarosa again. More tapes. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk some diversity, Yee. Yes, for the first time ever, the nation's first transgender governor is possible, the first Somali-American woman in Congress, and its first black woman in Connecticut's congressional delegation. That could all be happening after primaries. So, uh, uh, Christine Halquist, that's that could possibly become the nation's first transgender governor. She cleared a major hurdle when Vermont Democrats nominated her to take on the Republican governor, Phil Scott. So uh, she would be the first openly transgender person to be nominated for governor by a major party. Okay, salute to all of you. What, hap what happened in Wisconsin? Uh, in Wisconsin and in Minnesota, where Democrats are hoping to rebound after losing to Donald Trump in the 2016 election, voters chose their nominees for governor and... Um, it was, hold on, I'm trying to see it. Our guy didn't win? Is what Did you, our guy is win? That's what you're telling us? <laughs> that's what you're telling us? Our guy didn't win? That, that, that's what you're telling us right now? Hold on, I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, let's that's wait your until, guy. Let's, let's wait until we get the information. Yeah. Okay. All right, what else are you talking about? You? I don't see what happened to our guy in Wisconsin. Da, 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 da. Hold on. All right. Um, now <laughs> let's talk about. I don't think he won. Now let's talk about, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's happening. Let's talk about uh, Donald Trump. Once again, Donald Trump has launched another counterattack against Omarosa, saying that she violated a non-disclosure agreement. 
by calling Donald Trump a racist and also by taping, as you know, as we've been hearing these tapes that she has. Uh, they want her to be fined millions of dollars for that supposed breach as confidentiality agreement with the Trump campaign. Uh, yeah, I would think that that's the way that think that, that works, right? Now, Donald Trump um, has also called her crazed, a lowlife, and a dog. After all of these things, she said she heard Donald Trump use the N-word on the set of his reality show. He denies all of these things. And actually, Sarah Sanders has come to his defense. Here's what she had to say about Donald Trump perhaps uh, using the N-word. I can certainly say I've never heard him use uh, that term or anything similar. Have you asked him directly, Sarah? The president, I didn't have to because he addressed it to the American people all at one time. Can you stand at the podium and guarantee the American people they'll never hear Donald Trump utter the N-word on a recording in any context? Uh, I can't guarantee uh, anything, but I can tell you that the president addressed this question directly. I can tell you that I've never heard it. Uh, you know, yesterday I said Omarosa was the only black woman who other black people don't care for white man slanders, but I was wrong. Yeah. It was on Trump's ass. <laughs> and I'm conflicted about him calling her that because it rubs me the wrong way on the surface. But when I'm thinking about it, Omarosa, you let a lot of stuff fly when you was in position cozying up to the president. You sat there and you said you heard him say the N-word on the set of The Apprentice. Why didn't mm-hmm. you say nothing then? And then you went to work for his campaign. Then you went to work for his campaign. If you went to work mm. for somebody you knew was a racist and you knew was a bigot, you kind of get what you deserve in the long run. All right. Well, they said that he's an equal opportunity, I guess, racist. I don't know. The word racist wasn't used, but here's what Sarah Sanders had to say. That's what I took from it. The president, this has uh, absolutely nothing to do with race and everything to do uh, with the president uh, calling out someone's lack of integrity. The fact is the president's um, an equal opportunity uh, person that calls things like he sees it. He always fights fire with fire, and he certainly doesn't hold back on doing that across the board. How do, do- how do dogs feel this morning, though? Like, actual dogs. I'm talking about, like, Labrador Retrievers, German Shepherds, Rottweilers. For years, the white man has been saying that you're his best friend, and now all of a sudden he uses you as a derogatory term to slander someone. How do you think dogs feel about that this morning? I never thought about that. <sighs> and by the way, Maybe the guy I, I, from I Wisconsin later. did not win. Oh, he did? Hey. No. Okay. Tony Evers <laughs> is winning. Won right. to challenge Scott Walker. Okay. Wow. Wow. Salute our guy. All right. Thanks the last calling. front page <laughs> news. Okay. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or you just need to vent. Or if you want to spread some positivity, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pick up the mother, mother bone and this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello. Who's this? Hello. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, yo, Envy, I got to tell you guys, yo, by the way, it's way well out from Orlando. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm mad upset that the brilliant idiot is not coming out on time. They didn't come out last week. We had that flagrant podcast. I know it's not you and Gia, and I know it's not Angelia, um, Angelia and Lip Service, but Charlamagne and Schultz got to get it on. You know what I mean? We ain't had nothing in like two weeks now. We gonna, um, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm do one this week. I'm going to I'm I'm drop one tomorrow. Okay. There you go. Right, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I be busy, stuff. brother. I be busy. You know what I'm I saying? Player, but we've been with you, we've been riding with you before you had everything else, man. You're right. So you're right. everything during the week. You know. You're right. I love. I love. I love the intimacy of the uh, the podcast. You know that. That's why yeah, I, I really felt bad that I felt like we got you screwed up with that with everything with your wife and everything. I'm like, damn. He kind of gets your fault. Nah, man. Nah, but it'll it'll be out tomorrow. All right, bro. All right, bro. Hello, who's this? 
Good morning. My name is Richard. I'm calling from uh, Wisconsin. Good morning. Up, How Rich? are you? Get it off your I'm chest. Doing quite well. Good morning, family. Does anybody ever call uh, yeah, you for short? Unfortunately, our brother did not win. Malin Mitchell. Yeah, Malin Mitchell. Yeah, Malin Mitchell. He didn't. Unfortunately, he didn't win. He had a good showing. He actually came in second place. Um, a guy named Tony Evers won. He's the education guy in the state of Wisconsin. So is Tony black or white? Tony Evers is white. Oh, okay. But I am blessed. Um, I'm blessed in two ways. One, my daughter, who is uh, aspiring to be a model, was shouted out by Tyra Banks over the weekend. Oh, that's dope. Um, oh, that's a good feeling nice. for her. Okay. Instagram. So my daughter's Instagram is Rishon, M-R-I-C-H-O-N-M. Um, so you can follow her at Insta- on, our, on our Instagram and on Facebook. It's Rishon Martinet, um, R-I-C-H-O-N-M-A-R-T-E-N-A. And then uh, shouts out to my wife, Laverne, um, who has been doing her domestic violence advocacy work and really been kicking butt and making things happen. She has a new platform and podcast for um, Laverne's Let's Talk, and her podcast is called Exposed. Is, um, is, so Laverne, is, Laverne, is Laverne aware of the domestic violence that Nicki Minaj did to Safari by cutting him? Is she aware of that? She probably is not aware of that. Um, but oh she, she herself is a, a 14-year victim of domestic violence, but now she's an overcomer of domestic violence. So she she wrote a book Ooh. two years ago, Overcoming the Darkness. I like that term. Violence. I like that and term, overcomer. And so now she's advocating for other women to help get them to overcome all the hurdles and obstacles, criticism and ridicules that go along with the uh, domestic violence and abuse. So I like right. that. Uh, the family is our family is very much blessed in that way. So I love the show. Listen to you guys every morning. Um, keep up the good work. Thank you, brother. All right, All right. we appreciate I, I, you. I like that term because survivor. I like survivor too, but I, I like overcomer. Uh, I've heard thriver, but overcomer. I like overcomer. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Randy. Hey, Mama, get it off your chest. Well, actually, I want to share why I'm blessed. Go ahead, Mama. Okay, I am. I just turned 25 this past Saturday. I'm a single mom. My baby daddy went to prison. I'm still taking care of my son holding down the home front. So I just want all the single moms to know... If he go to prison, you can still hold it down, take care of your kid. You can do it by yourself with the support of your family. Just keep moving and keep striving. I mean, you don't have no choice. I mean, because life, right. the world, the world gonna keep turning, just, regardless of if he's in prison or not. No, but shout out to you for holding it down and being a mom and a dad. Absolutely. Thank you, Angela. You're so beautiful. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right, Mama. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Here, what's going on, y'all? Man, it's reckless TV. Yeah. Hey, I got. I just feeling some type of way about Nicki Minaj and Safari, man. Like all these years, now she want to throw dirt on Safari's name. I think they should just let it go. Right. Um, I think they still like hey, each other. I think they still care about I each think, other in some way, shape, or form. That's, that's yeah, I think fact. so. Too. I think they need that that one night stand in the room to get oh their frustrations out. You know what I'm saying? To see what happens. But it's like really petty. Yo, all these years, and they still going back and forth. Feels like they did have a very toxic relationship with each other, though. I'm not going to lie, They kind of got to just let each other go but their I, own separate way. Nikki provided me feel, so much humor like they yesterday. they need to go in the room, though, and just, like, talk it out, right? Nope, she don't want to talk it out because she's not she's not sure what his hairline going to do. You know what I'm saying? He's stupid. But, you know, Safari's accusations were... Yeah, his hairline were, was receding back, though. I ain't going to lie. That joint was looking like a recon or heavy. Safari has some very serious allegations, though. Safari? About 
about Nikki, about what happened with oh, their relationship. Oh, well, she said he said That's Nikki cut him. That's not anything to not take. You know, you don't take that lightly. Yeah, but they take it lightly because it's a guy saying it. Well, you if, shouldn't. If, if the roles were reversed and Nikki had said Safari cut me and I had to go to the hospital, VH1 would have canceled Safari yesterday. Immediately. Yes. All right. Thank you for calling, bro. Hello. Who's hey. this? Hey, this is Salem. Oh, Hello, Salem. Get it off your chest. Hey, guys. I'm blessed, um, but I had a couple things I want to say. Uh, Charlene, thank you for telling me happy birthday, by the way. It was really sweet on Friday. Absolutely. Um... So you guys, I'm I'm really I believe God does not make ugly. I really do believe that. But I've been on vacation. <laughs> that too. I was on vacation from work for like the last six days, and before I got left, um, before I left for my vacation, they hired somebody up here. She was at least a solid six point five or whatever. <laughs> wow. And a little yeah, you know. I come back to work, I'm thinking she got fired, and they hired somebody else. Come to find out, she just had, you know, it was same girl, just no makeup. And I'm trying to figure out, like, how to tell her, you know, how to use a little cinephile here and, you know, a little black wow. face to take along with. I'm not trying to be a I'm really not. But I was just, like, really confused. How old is she? But, I can't tell. Are you? Oh, so you don't know if you're older than her or not? Because if you're older than her, it's like you giving her some OG advice. You know, if you're nah, younger than her, it. she probably gonna take it as you just being an a hole. That's what I'm saying. And I, I want to bring some cinnamon to work, some black soap or something. But I was just really confused. But yeah, that's what I wanted to say. She's coming but... in with her fresh face now. Nah, that's not fresh, Angelie. Stop it. You better mind your business because it sounds like Should she. Be, just... It sounds like she's ready to fight every morning if she ain't got no makeup on. All right. <laughs> Yo. I think so. She she might be a stud too. I don't know, but she, I was just confused. But that's what I wanted to talk about. Oh wow! Mind your okay. business. Right. Or be nice today. Makeup Thank you, Mama. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now we got rumors on the way. E? Uh, yes. Let's talk about another home invasion. This time it was thwarted. This is a scary situation to me because you can see all the footage and everything. But we'll tell you who this happened to and what they had to say about moving differently in the future. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Nicki Minaj did crown with our guy Elliot Wilson last night, and she talked about a few different things like pushing back the release date of Queen before the album came out and knowing that her fans would have kicked and screamed for that to happen. Uh, she also talked about adding Fifi to the album uh, with Takashi. She said because of streaming, we can update the albums. And she also says that she doesn't want to date in public anymore. And well, she, she added Fifi to get those first week numbers up. Let's be honest. Come on. Well, maybe she had always planned to. Why wouldn't she? People were wondering it why wasn't it wasn't. Because it, it wasn't on there. People original. were wondering why it wasn't on there in the first place. That's not even her that record. That was 6 ix 9 record. Yeah, that's not her record. I know, but you know, a lot of times record. people do collaborations together and they go on both yeah, albums. Yeah, she's trying to get the first week numbers up, as she should. All right, now here's what she had to say about talking to Cardi B at the Met Gala. At the Met Gala, we had a, to- we had a great talk, you know, and we-, and we promised each other that we weren't going to feed into bullshit anymore. Yeah. However, it's always some happening. I feel like with that whole situation, I mean, I don't have any reason to lie. I still have the text messages in my phone. You know, when I was so like embracing and welcoming, I feel like for that female rap camaraderie moment. And then I just didn't feel appreciated in that moment. Well, I guess Nikki and Barty will never be cool. But they can't, they what can't moment? be. But what it's, moment it's are, a, are they talking, talking about? about motorsport. Yeah, talking about when they did motorsport together. Do you think Nikki feels a way about uh, Barty's success? 
Well, Nicki Minaj also goes on to say that there really is no competition for her. Here's what she said. You know, every two years, I get told about some new female rapper. So to me, it's silly now to compare me to women because there's no woman that can come in right now that not even outwrap me that realistically can put up the stats that I've generated. I understand that mindset. I mean, I feel like the only competition is me, but throughout the course of your career, there will be other people who rise, and you're not always going to be the white-hot artist. You won't always be the main attraction, the belly of the ball, but you are still Nikki regardless, and nobody can take away what you've done at all. Right, and stats are always changing. I mean, there's people who put up stats higher than Michael Jackson or stats. Who did that? When they talk about nah, stats. I ain't seen nobody put up nothing higher than Michael yet. <laughs> no, I mean, different, there's different categories. I mean, listen, Nikki does have some very impressive stats. Cardi has impressive stats. She's just getting started. But, you know, when you're talking just rap, because she said it's not too many people can out-rap her. Nah, it's a woman. She's supposed to, it's a, but she's supposed to feel that way. She she's is, supposed to feel that way. But let's be for That's real. That's why you do it. You should never be like, well, people can out-rap me. I, well, listen, Tokyo Jets can rap her ass off. Remy Ma can rap her ass off. Tink can rap her ass off. And we're not even going to mention Rhapsody. Rhapsody. And, I, and I hope that all those women think that they no one can out-rap them, too. Well, I think Rhapsody is one, so. one of the best lyricists, period, male or female. And, and you know what? If you think you're better than all them people, get on the track with them and prove it. Uh, okay. That's what we need to do more. Sure. That, that's okay. what we need to do more. Get like like back in the day when, when everybody was rapping, it was everybody on the same record. Whether it was Hove, it was Jay, Jada Kiss, it was Sheik, it was Sta Everybody got on the record. Beanie Siegel, let's, let's prove. Get on the record and it was and good conversation. It. And it was no beef. It was just, like, we gonna, we going to rap. So does it always have to be uh, women rappers against other women rappers? We're not in competition against men? Well, I just specifically said Rhapsody is one of the best lyricists, period, male or female. I just said Because right now we're just talking all, we're naming all women. Why not tell her to out-rap the men in that I just case. named a bunch of male rappers. But I, said but I, would, I would hope that all these women think and would feel like no one can out-rap me. That's the reason that you do it. They should. As a rapper. Absolutely. They should feel, feel like, that, like that. But you got to prove it. All right, now let's discuss Bruno Mars. Since Cardi B is not going on tour with him, who is going to be taking her place? Well, he has gotten several people who will be rotating on tour with him. Sierra is one of those people, in addition to Boys to Men, LMA, and Charlie Wilson. Boys to Men, like Motown Philly back again? Yeah, Boys yes. to Men. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I like Sierra's new record, too. Oh, the, uh, have you done the Level challenge? Up. <laughs> Level up. Level up. No, I ain't do the challenge, though. But I like the record. Well, I can't wait till you do that. All right, and now let's talk about this break-in that happened. And this happened at Shawnee O'Neal's house. And she actually was looking at the video footage. You can see it on TMZ of the guys who tried to rob her house. She feels they like they were definitely using social media in order to case her house. And she now has some new rules so it doesn't happen again. So in other words, they're not going to go on social media and let people know when they're out of town because people are watching to see when you're not there. She Duh. said, I assume they are all watching social media because the first time he tried, we were all in Vegas. It turns out that the people that were trying to break in again were the same people from before. That's what it looks like to her. She said the family has been shaken, so now everybody in the family knows not to post until they're home, not to post that they're out on the go. Why is it so easy to find in out? In real time. Why is it so easy to find out where people live in L.A.? That's anywhere, though. You can Google anything now, and you can find where anybody lives now. It's so easy. They used to have that Very whole um, star maps thing where they would take you on a tour of all the and dry pass all celebrities' houses. Because mm. it's, it's especially it's when a you buy a house, it goes on. That's record. common knowledge. Like, yeah, when you pay taxes. Here's the house that Beyonce and Jay Z bought. Here's the house yeah, that such and such just bought. That's why I always say get a dog and get a bunch of cameras because I'm always on my cameras and I got the dogs always running around the property. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. E. Now, up next, we got front page news. Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about uh, Donald Trump. Did he or did he not use the N word? We'll tell you what Sarah Sanders has to say.
All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about Amarosa. Now, you know she's saying that Donald Trump has used the N-word, and she talks about how he used it on uh, the set of The Apprentice. And she has more tapes that she's releasing, so I don't know if you guys have had a chance to hear this yet. But, of course, Team Trump is saying that she violated a non-disclosure agreement by calling the president a racist and also giving out all kinds of information. Donald Trump has also caused her crazed, a lowlife, and a dog. All right, now we've heard some of those tapes that she's put out, and Sarah Sanders is actually responding to whether or not Donald Trump has used the N-word. Here's what she had to say. I can certainly say I've never heard him use uh, that term or anything have similar. You, have you asked him directly, Sarah? The president, I didn't have to because he addressed it to the American people yeah. all at one time. Can you stand at the podium and guarantee the American people they'll never hear Donald Trump utter the N-word on a recording in any context? Uh, I can't guarantee uh, anything, but I can tell you that the president addressed this question directly. I can tell you that I've never heard it. What does it matter if Donald Trump uses the N-word? Like, what is that going to change? We already <laughs> what know, does it change? Like, we already she's know he's a racist. racist. We already yeah. know he's a bigot. He's gotten away with saying things that are just as bad. Like, what is it going to do other than make everybody say, See, I told you, confirmation. Confirmation of what? Things we already know? Donald Trump tweeted, I don't have that word in my vocabulary and never have. She made it up. You know what I saw? You know what I thought when I saw that tweet? Nigga plus. <laughs> you thought that's what he was thinking. That's what I thought to myself about him. All right, now let's discuss uh, 300 priests in Pennsylvania's Catholic Church have been credibly accused of sexually abusing more than 1,000 child victims. They said that priests were raping little boys and girls and the men of God who were responsible for them not only did nothing, they hid it off for decades. This report actually dates back to 1947 in Pennsylvania. So there's been other reports about child sex abuse within the Catholic Church, but never on this scale. They're saying there's probably thousands of kids uh, these are just the number of kids who have come forward that they have a record of, but they can imagine that there were records that were lost, or kids that were afraid to ever come forward. So This story if, seems like a rerun. It seems like this story happens every four to five years about Catholic priests and some kids. Right, but this is just a huge scale, just basically more than 300 priests and more than 1,000 child victims that we know of mm. in one state in Pennsylvania. So uh, that's according to a new grand jury report that has just come out. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back from Queen Sugar, we have Omar Dorsey joining Hollywood, us. Hollywood. So Queen we'll Sugar comes on we'll... tonight, right? Yeah. Yep. T- it... Wednesdays at 10. Wednesdays at 10. On yeah. the own network. Is it the finale yeah. tonight? No, nah, I think no? it's the episode no? before okay. the finale. Finale's next week. All right. Good All right. Well, we'll kick it with him when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Omar Dorsey. What's Omar. Up? What's happening? What's happening? How's everything, brother? Man, everything's good, man. Glad to be up here in New York City. How would we introduce you? As one of the stars of Queen Sugar? Yeah, that uh, sounds Ray good to me. Donovan. Like, that, uh, yeah, either one. <laughs> okay. He's bound it down. Whatever <laughs> he you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Bound it down used to be one of my favorite shows. Right, right. Yeah, I, I love every... that show. What happened to that show? Yo, man, Danny McBride is a, just a genius. He was like, okay, forces is enough. Time to keep it moving. Mm. So they ended up doing that uh, show, Vice Principals, right after that. And then yeah. actually... He wrote the new Halloween movie. Well, I'm on the stars of that one, too. Dope. Yeah, man. So, you know, that man just keeps it moving. Oh, you play a sheriff in the new Halloween movie. I do, man. Yeah. Only black, the black sheriff of a white town. Are you going to get killed early? I'm definitely going to get killed. You know how the horror movies 
not my favorite. I, I can't love, say nothing. I cannot wait to see it. Oh, it's good too, man. I can't say nothing, man. But then, you know, that means they're not gonna break tradition. You'll be dead in the first <laughs> we'll ten see. minutes. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll we'll see. see. I ain't saying nothing. That's not a disclosure. Are you scared doing Halloween movies? Like I don't do Halloween scary movies. I just don't do it. Yo, you know what's crazy is like when we were uh, shooting it the first uh, first day I'm there. People just laying there with blood everywhere, and I'm like, oh man, this is a little gory. Next thing you know, they're up smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee <laughs> five minutes later. So, you know, it's a movie magic, you know, but it's all good. So, you and Danny got a good relationship, didn't you? Man, it? we got a great relationship, man. You know, it's crazy because he just moved back to South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, in Charleston. Yeah. So, uh, but he used to live right down the street from me in LA. And so I used to go to his house, watch, you know, the TV show, Vice Principals with him every Sunday night. But when he moved, man, I was like, dang, man, my homeboy gone, man. But, uh, you know, I was just glad that he called me back up to come back and do the uh, work with him again. Him and David Gordon Green, the director. Did y'all shoot that in South Carolina? Yeah, we shot that in Charleston, man. Wow. We shot it in Charleston, bro, for a month and a half, man. And, wow. Um, you know, it was like, yo, it was during the wintertime, but it was dope, man. I was like, it's a great city, great food, great people, man. Oh, that's home. So that's now, home. Yeah, man. So, so what's the importance of your role on, on Queen Sugar and just the way it represents black oh, men? he's a great man. You know, man, like it's something <laughs> that we really need to see. Well, yes. explain what Queen Sugar is. A lot of people don't have okay. not seen Queen yeah, Sugar. Yeah, so Queen Sugar is a show about a family who uh, own, who inherits a sugar uh, a farm. Mm-hmm. And their father, father passes away. Um, and it's just the ups and downs of, you know, running a sugar farm, ups and downs of our family period. Yes. Uh, so I play the, the boyfriend, the fiance of, uh, the matriarch of the family. The Vine. younger. The yeah. younger fiance, 20 mm-hmm. years younger, but you, you know, that, that goes away after the second episode. You don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like it represents, uh, just, just manhood, like something that we really don't see on television. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about Ray Donovan, you know, we see that a lot. We see the gangster dude, I play Cookie Brown on Ray Donovan. Mm-hmm. We see that a lot, but just to see just a straight up blue collar, you know, dude who loves his woman, you know, we don't see that a whole lot on television, right. especially in this package. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very important because we all know it. It's where we all come from, you know? And um, the fact that Ava, you know, gave me that responsibility to represent Mm -hmm. that, man. That was just extremely important. On the show, your character had an interesting discussion. This is something I was talking about recently. Right. About taking a man's last name. Right. Right? And for a woman to not want to have to do that, what's your thoughts on if you marry a woman and she decides she wants to keep her last name? You know, the funny thing about it, when we were shooting that scene, I I, I call myself, I said, I'm a reformed Neanderthal. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, I think about three or four years ago, I would have been offended if somebody didn't take my last name. But, um, you know, um, especially after working with Ava for four years and, you know, working with Oprah for four years, you know, it's like people are, are their own. If, if they want to keep their last name, like, so be it. That's a discussion that you have to have. But I think at this moment that I am right now in life, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. First of all, who wouldn't take the last name Duvernay or the last name Winfrey? Hey, dig. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> I'm right there. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. We walking down. But it was interesting <laughs> to me because I always thought as a woman you should be able to keep your last name if you so choose. But then when I was watching the episode, I kind of saw where he was coming from also. Yeah, you know, but the thing about it is, man, they write so well for that character. Mm-hmm. That like he finesses everything, yeah, like no did. matter what. And I was he, like, oh well. He, and it's the way that it was written. And I was like, yo, that makes sense the way he's saying it. But then on the flip side, he, he talked to his mother about it the next morning, and his mom was like, yes. man, you know, this woman's been who she has been for the last sixty years. Why, she, you know, she don't need to take your last name. Why I, not I was, hyphenated? My wife, my wife's name is hyphenated. And that was, and that was, uh, um, that was a point that we raised in the show. Right. Like, yo, you can have the hyphenated. She's like, no, my name is my name, and I want to keep it. You know, I, I feel that with that kids, though. Like, you know, because. 
kind of confuses your kids. Whatever your kids like, you know, I like mommy's last name. You know, I like that. Like, how, how does your kids decide? They can be no, not really. Because they can be hyphenated also. Your kids, if you give your kids your last name, that's their name. They don't know anything else. Right. Like, like your your wife had a last name forever. But if mommy is Mrs. So-and-so and daddy's Mr. So-and-so and they're two separate last <laughs> well, names. Nobody says both it's a, names. It's a bunch of people who got mom and dad with, the, with different last names. Yeah. They call baby moms and baby dads. <laughs> <laughs> they might not do that. You know? So it's, I mean, that's nothing new under the sun. But it's crazy because men never have to think about um, I have to change my last name. It's That's only not something true. I think Zoe Saldana's husband changed his last name, didn't he? I don't know. I think he did. Who I mean, did? yeah, Zoe Saldana. Okay. I think I think her husband. I don't know, man. I'm talking. Omar Dorsey said that <laughs> Zoe Zardana's husband has her last name. I like what you said about being in the ne- uh, Neanderthal four years ago because they will not let us grow and evolve. Yo, man, but we we have to. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. we have to. And cause circumstances change, you know, like, I mean, that's anything in life. You know, man, we grow up, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, Decatur, Georgia, man. You know, I, honestly, I ain't never grew up around no white folks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I, you know, when you go off to, you know, somewhere else, and then your whole, you know, your world evolves, man. You know, I'm listening to Beatles music, or whatever it is. <laughs> right. Like, what's this? I'm used to Kilo and, you know, Outkast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but, like, you know, when, when your whole, when everything changes, and like, like I said, when you sit and you work with some of the most powerful women in the world, man, like, you know, that that changes. And that's a good thing about Ava, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, um, the, the way that she's uh, transformed um, culture, where she's transformed the industry. Like, man, I've been working in television and film for 20 years almost. Never, I've had one female director outside of Ava in 20 years. On our show, it's all female directors. And so, you know, that even, because she made it a point that she's every- She's intentional about she's it. She's intentional about it. And then we'll see, you know, we'll see the fruits of that over the next 100 years. Right. Like, you know, women can actually run shows. Women can actually direct shows. And write them. And write them. Mm-hmm. You know, they got Lena out here. You got, you know, all these great women out here. Yeah. Mick M- M- Mahoney. And uh, Tina Mabry, there's some really dope people out here right now. And then Ava will straight up be like, didn't she say for this show, don't bring me a bunch of white men now for these roles? Straight up, man. Straight <laughs> up, man. But, you know, I mean, that's what it is, though. You know, when you go to the set, you know, it's a it's a, it's a set of inclusion. You know, mm-hmm. we got everybody in there. Man. We mm-hmm. got white people, you know, white, white folks. Yeah, you guys got interracial dating interracial happening dating. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's not the the white and black. You know, you got Kofi out here with the, with the Vietnamese woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and we his just, son. And his son. That whole storyline. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, it's all. Kofi better not date a Vietnamese woman in real I'm life. I'm not real life. <laughs> they will oh, kill boy, Kofi. They, they might be Jordan. Get it. <laughs> they score you, my baby brother. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. All right, we have more with Omar Dorsey from Queen Sugar. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Omar Dorsey in the building from Queen Sugar. Now, how has this role helped you with being a father or just even being a man? I come home, my daughters be like, you ain't Hollywood. You ain't changing no light bulbs and all that stuff. <laughs> I, got, I got them boys to come over here and cut the grass, man. <laughs> no, nah, but, you know, it, you know, you, you want to be better. You know, that's that's a really hard character mm-hmm. to try to live up to. Right. You know. Um, you can't be out here doing nothing wrong in the tabloids because they'll be like, come on. Yeah, straight up. Or just even like, just as attentive as that man is. Mm-hmm. I'm not really that attentive. I mean, I am, but, you know, I'm out here trying to get the bag. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm all over it wherever I can go. You married? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah, that so. inspire you to be a better husband, like as far as seeing how attentive he is? Huh? Is that, did it inspire you I to mean, be man, a better husband? Ain't nobody do that. Ain't nobody do that. Yeah, you know, you try your best. Uh-huh. You know, so you try your best. <laughs> But, um, you know, it's just looking at, it's funny because I might mess around and say something. <laughs> I might say something that's one of the lines and I'm not realize I'm saying one of the lines. I'm like, oh, she's going to hear, I said this like in three weeks. She's going to hear them <laughs> same lines. 
come on the TV. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, you and your wife argue about you not listening a lot? That you don't really listen to? Because that's what I just heard from what you said. That you like, she feel I'm not attentive. I'd be moving to get the bag. I mean, that's anybody, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the biggest arguments, I think, in, in most Absolutely. relationships. It's like you don't listen. But, you know, you, you, I just told you that two weeks ago. Oh, man, man my bad. Shawty, I forgot all about that. You know, it's that type of thing. How did, how did your role as Hollywood differ from Cookie? Oh, uh, man, Cookie was a homicidal maniac. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he had no feelings. Um, it was a fun character to play, mm -hmm. you know, but that's not really what you, uh, what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to play that for the rest of my life. Uh, that character on Ray Donovan, man, that dude was hell on wheels, you know, and he had no remorse. Um, but we know, I mean, there are people like that who exist. And my, my whole job as an actor is to try to reflect life. And so it might be something that's hyper- reality as that is, but there are people in the world who like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I try my best to, to, to do it and not to play the stereotypical gangster. I try to play it with a little bit of panache, with a little bit of comedy. And what was really wild about that was that was, um, I was doing Ray Donovan and Selma at the same time. Ooh. So I'm playing a homicidal maniac during the weekends. I got to fly back to Atlanta to go play a civil rights leader. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's just, it was just, that was a fun time in my life because I was really like, felt like I was doing Summer Stock Theater, two, two different characters at the same time. Do you, do you get typecasted? Like, is the big I used black to. man in Hollywood? I used to. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and, and I, after Ray Donovan, man, I, I'm going to even front. I had to, like, step back. And, and I didn't work for, like, eight months because it's all they were trying to give me. Mm -hmm. And like I was a big like, black man, man yeah, big black man, gangster, this, that, and the other. And I was like, yo, I can't, I can't do that because there's no longevity in that. Mm -hmm. You know? And so I, I stepped back and... I went and did a couple of independent films here and there. And then when I was doing an independent film in the Bahamas, when Ava calls me and asked me to come do Queen Sugar. Wow. So, yeah, man. So, you know, all things were good. What got you into acting? Man, my mother was a theater director, you know. Um, uh -huh. So, since I was like two years old, I used to always go and watch. And like, oh, man, she's so awesome. She's this. She's, you know. Mm -hmm. And all the people on stage, I wanted to go do all of that stuff. And, um, you know, I just, uh, just kept going with it, man. Just kept going with it from... You know, uh, my mother was putting me in plays, went to perform in our high school, studied in college, studied grad. You know, my first movie I did, I was still in college. It was Road Trip. Second movie, I was mm -hmm. still in college. It was Drumline. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, because I never wanted to have no no boss boss. Right. Now, you like to do plays. I know a lot of people don't really like to get on that stage. Why do you enjoy doing plays? You know, man, my whole thing is, like, you learn from, from that stage. Um, I try my, man, I have to be on that stage. I have to. It's just a breath of life to me. It's something about that instant right. gratification, that instant laugh, that instant shock or whatever. And every day, every time you do that play, it's a whole different breathing organism. It's a different reaction you might get that from Friday night and you might get Saturday afternoon matinee. And, you know, and you have to be able to deal with it. However, whatever the audience uh, is giving you, right. you have to be able to deal with it. I think that's like the most important part. Of, I think that's the most important medium. You know? and, and it keeps you shocked because, like, you only got one chance when you're on that stage. You only got one chance. And no retake. And you have to listen. So, man, I mean, I, bro, I try my best to try my to stay on stage at least once a year. You've been in, what, three three Oscar-nominated movies? Three Oscar-nominated movies. What, uh, the Django? Side, Django, and um, Selma. Selma, all right. Yeah, all three of them nominated for Best Picture. Uh, all three of them won Oscars, too. So, you know, uh, you know, it's just being able to go to the Oscars is just something that, you know, that, you, you think about when you first started out in the industry or you, you know you watch it when you were a kid and you're like, man, this is what I want to do one day. Does that make the resume stronger? It makes it extremely strong, man. I mean, mm -hmm. when, you, when you're leading off with like, you know, a uh, star of three Oscar-nominated, Oscar-winning films, uh, you know, it just, it says something about it and it's the prestige of it. So, uh, so when you walk in with it, 
especially when it's fresh, because when I got Django, I think Blindside may have just came out the year before, and then when I got uh, Selma, Django had just came out the year before. So you keep them like that, and you know, Queen Sugar gets nominated not for the Emmys, but it gets nominated for everything else. So much, you know, this is something about being those prestige uh, projects. Why oh, you think it don't get nominated for Emmys? Because it's uh, a black show? I don't know about that. I just, I don't know. I don't. Emmy voters, I'm an Emmy voter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, they, I don't know if we get enough eyes on the show, man. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Because the writing is, is impeccable. Let me tell you something. When I, when I, when my voice was on Queen Sugar just on the radio, my timeline mm-hmm. lit up. Yeah, Job man. Yes. So yeah. people watching that. But what I'm saying is the Emmy voters aren't, though. Oh, got you, got you. You know you, what I'm saying? You. I'm an Emmy voter, and there's a lot of industry people who are Emmy voters mm-hmm. and the party academy. And, man, if they ain't watching it, then you just like, you SOL, man. You, mm-hmm. you stuck. You dig? You see with the Grammys, they're trying to get more people, like, to be more inclusive. Are they doing that with the Emmys, too, as far as the voters trying to get more people, a more see- diverse you know what? I I, I don't I, I don't even know. I know they did it with the uh, with the Motion Picture Academy also. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I would hope so. I know a lot of I do know uh, quite a few Emmy voters. You know, it's all I know a lot of black ones, but it's, it's but the but that academy is so large. You just don't know, man. So I just don't know. We just need to have more eyes on the show because anybody who watches the show, they fall in love with it. You remember your first audition ever? Yeah, I do. My first movie audition, I remember it. Mm-hmm. What movie was it? Remember the Titans. Okay. Yeah, remember the Titans. I didn't see you in that one. Yeah, I didn't see you in that one. Because I wasn't in it. <laughs> it didn't go well. It didn't go well. It went real good, but I think they, it's the same character that Wood Harris played. And I was living in Atlanta. I was in college. I was like, man, I'm about to be the, you know, I ain't know. I had three auditions. So I'm about to do this movie. Next thing I know, I saw the man from Payton Four was in the room. Like, I ain't getting that role, man. But my second audition was Road Trip, though. I'll tell okay. you that, and I was in that. Okay. I think, I, I in my head, right, the importance of auditioning is also, even if you don't get it, uh-huh. uh, the casting directors will maybe see you in something else. They'll see you and they'll think about you. Right. You know, because I mean, like, like I said, when you've been doing it for so long, I know a whole lot of casting directors. Mm-hmm. So they always got in mind, they're like, you know what, maybe we should, you know, Omar will be good for this role. And so now they'll just send my tape or send my sizzle reel or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then that's real good. That's that's a lot easier. And it's like you just zoom right by that. Yeah. All right, well, we appreciate you for joining us today. Man, I man, appreciate Omar it. Show enough. Show enough, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Nice. What can they reach out to you, man? Man, on all forms, uh, Omar J. Dorsey. All social media forms is Omar J. Dorsey. All right. Yeah. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has well, how did all this Twitter back and forth between Nikki and Safari start yesterday? I don't know, but it was entertaining. It all started with Nikki saying this. So f- up that everybody on the inside of the industry knows that I write my lyrics and knows that I that I put so much um, weight on women writing. And then for one person to do something like this to me out of sheer weakness because you because you got caught on a person that was taking care of you for years and years because you got caught on a person who was taking care of you while uh-huh. you were paying for prostitutes and doing all types and stealing their credit cards and doing all types of dumbass shit. What's wrong for, with paying for prostitutes? Aren't you supposed to pay prostitutes? Well, not on someone's credit card. You're not supposed to be 
Well, You're not supposed to be with a prostitute, but it's against the law. Well, if it's well Safari uh, said, unless I really cared still, because clearly this was about Safari, I could not let the mention of someone's name get me that riled up. That looks like someone who either still cares or just holding on to a lot of hate towards someone. How many times have I said I never wrote your raps? Nobody even talks about that anymore. You hold on to everything. Your problem with DJ Self is because me and him are so cool and nothing else. You have a problem with Mona Scott because she put me on the show. Let all that ish go. And now I stole your card, the one you gave me the pin for, and had me doing ish with. We know each other inside out. Why, why, why is he acting like he don't know why she's doing this? Everything doing this there was for us. I didn't use your car for prostitutes. We both didn't trust each other. You did ish, I did ish. You said you were messing with me a few years before y'all got together, and I'm not mad at that. Toward the end, it got toxic. I just packed up and left. I did things for spite, and so did you. He said, remember the night you cut me and I almost died? <gasps> <gasps> The police and ambulance had to take me out the crib no. on a stretcher and I had to lie and tell them I was trying to kill myself so they wouldn't take you to jail. When things like that start happening more than once, it's time to dip. I just want the record to show up. Nikki was to say something like that, uh, VH1 would have canceled Safari yesterday. He'd be, it'd be no more love and hip-hop for Safari. And you know what? I still don't have no hate for you because I'm happy in my own mind now. Enjoy your album dropping and stop letting these people see you sweat. So then Nikki responded. Oh, and Envy got in this too, and Self. So what if Envy and Self support me? They support you too. I've been places and they play your music all this time. Time, stop letting your hate for me reflect on how you treat others. Get to the good stuff, man. Now, she said, you stole my card and told me you thought it was an account with free money that I didn't know about. On God, God will strike you down and more for lying. Stop saying you packed <laughs> and left. On Jesus, you came to my house crying, begging to go with me to Europe to the EMAs. I said, no, dummy. Sharika and I had a bet. That as soon as you knew Meek was about to come home, you'd crawl back and you did. Came to my house crying. Joyce was there. My whole glam was there. She said, I should have never paid for that goddamn highline. It fell back out because God don't like ugly. You used me, but God <laughs> had other plans. Bruh. Tiger should... Oh, Tiger-ish ain't falling back didn't curse. out. Yeah, almost didn't did. Curse. Almost did. Almost did. Y'all went to the same doctor. Yours fell out because God don't like ugly. Drop on the clues bombs for Nicki Minaj because I'm going to tell you something. That hairline humor had me on the floor yesterday. Now, hold on a second. I want to make this clear because I posted... Why did it Tiger like that, though? Well, no, no, no. Yeah, because Tiger got taken into this um, <laughs> unknowingly. I don't think y'all are appreciating the evidence of I should have never paid for that goddamn hairline. But what was great about all of this <laughs> is that both Safari and Tiger gave information on where you, too, can get a hairline because there's a lot of men... Way too expensive, though. That wanted to get that information, but if it's a permanent thing, Nikki said it was ten grand. Uh, Safari told me it was twelve grand. Okay. You can get it for three grand in Turkey. If and it ain't flight to Turkey is a thousand dollars. If it ain't at Target, I don't want it. Yeah, Tiger also tagged. <laughs> um, he said the plug. Tell him Tiger sent you. Listen, all I said was not bad for Tiger's hairline. It's not bad. I can't believe you young boys out here getting your hairlines done and not putting your old heads on. Okay, I just thank God that I, I look at that job and that actually looks pretty good. And now, Charlamagne. They got to get the hair from somewhere, Charlamagne. So you're done. You finished. You can't even think about it. I would have never thought that. But, First of all, know. I can grow hair, sir. Just like, oh, and I, then. I just, I just ain't got no edges. I ain't got no edges, yeah, but I can grow hair. It's pushed back. Okay. I see it. I ain't got no um, edges. Now, Nicki Minaj also <laughs> said, bitch, you hit me and Meek asking us to get your D pick back from someone. LOL. You were playing with your D in the shower by yourself with suds. Why would Meek Mill know how to get Safari's D pick back? Don't be insulting Meek like that. Meek is out here being an activist. He's standing up for black people and mm, doing what he's mm, supposed to. Don't mm, be bringing Meek mm, into this pettiness. Mm. All right? Talking about some D picks. And uh, Safari clarified things. He said, first off, me and Tiger didn't go to the same doctor. We did it the same day. Different doctors. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if this has to do with first week sales, but you need to finish oh, your Oh, my Zen. goodness. And he said, at least y'all know I was trying to keep my news to myself. This so. absolutely has everything to do with first week promo. This is wrestling, y'all. And you, I thoroughly enjoyed the show this week. Do you guys masturbate in the shower with suds? What are you talking about? 
I don't even yeah, know that's, why you that's asked what you got me out that of that. Why I'm just asking because these double standards have to stop. Because I can't just randomly ask things like that. No you way. definitely can. No. You will so be in the human resources I mean, immediately. This just, this just happened on her timeline. Is that you a normal thing? I missed that part I'm, of the story. You didn't hear me I'm, just say it. I said you yeah, were playing with your D in the shower by yourself with suds. She didn't say that. But you asked me that question. That felt awkward. He couldn't have been by himself because how she know? He was. How she know? He was. He took a picture and sent it to somebody. That's what they said. Wait, that's wait, what wait. The, 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 the just said. Yeah, so, no, you just care. said he was. Like, you seen No, him. I said that's what it said. That she was, he was playing with said. himself and picked it. So, is that a normal... No, I didn't see it. Is that a normal thing, like guys in the suds with the shower? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. I'm feeling awkward you asking. I have suds in the shower. <laughs> you don't? So, you don't lather up? Lathering, yes, but not suds. Suds is when you, like, got bubbles in the tub. The, no, that's no, no, lather. No. That's what they meant, Charlemagne. It means you got a loofah. <laughs> on next week's Pass edition, me the loofah. On next week's edition of Headlines and Homicides. Okay. Homicide. <laughs> what? Is the word. Why are, Homicide. Just, why are y'all just breathing back, breathing by the fact that Nikki almost killed Safari, though? Can you please learn how to pronounce homicide properly? Yeah, see? They don't, but nobody wants to talk about when a woman stabs a man. All right? They just want to breeze past that. But I'm just letting you know, if Safari had did that to Nicki Minaj, Safari would not be on Love & Hip Hop I'm right Angela now. I'm Angela and that is your rumor See report. what I'm saying? This is sad, man. This is sad. These double standards oh, have to stop. Now, Charlamagne, just Shame. be honest. Yes. It was a lot Did of double call- standards yesterday that were amazing, though. The fact that Safari was getting shamed for cosmetic surgery. <laughs> like you that was funny. You don't see that. that. Was it's funny. always the women getting shamed for cosmetic surgery. I don't think the there's women anything wrong. women committing domestic violence. Like, yesterday was a real reversal. Safari's like, it's not a secret about his hairline. Clearly, Tiger doesn't feel a way about it. He tagged the person. Uh, Safari said he made $30,000 off of referrals yesterday. Would y'all clown me if I got a new hairline? No, I think you should do I- it. I was going to ask you. Did you call a doctor yesterday? Be honest. I think we should, start a, call a doctor? Honest, we should start a GoFundMe for you. No, Dr. Sandy been trying to get me to do that for the longest. You should do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I think you should. Bring nah, that fro back you had when you were little with nah, the glasses. Let go and let go. You God. can do it. You could, you could get a, you nah, might be able to get a nah. dope line, God, bro. God has blessed me with the type of skull that looks good with a baldy. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Let go and let God. That's how you got to treat your You would look good with a bob. <laughs> All My right. goodness. All right. Charlamagne, who you giving that donkey to? Oh, listen. We have another incident of shopping while black, okay, that went wrong. Uh, we need uh, staples to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them this morning. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, August 15th, goes to a Staples in Pinesville, North Carolina. Now, Staples is the latest store that is making it difficult for people to shop while black. Uh, Cheryl Bates is a black woman who was 34 weeks pregnant, and she was in Staples shopping for back-to-school supplies, minding her business, living her life like it's golding, living her best 34-week pregnant life, shopping for notebooks and other school supplies for her two older children when she was pulled aside by an officer monitoring the store. And then this happened. Let's go to WSOC-TV, ABC 9 for the report, please. Sherelle Bates told me she learned on social media the Staples manager who wrongly accused her of shoplifting had been fired. I'm having a boy and a girl. 
The mother-to-be is 34 weeks pregnant with twins. She was shopping at the Staples on Pineville Matthews Road. She says a store manager suspected her of shoplifting and asked a police officer inside to question her. To avoid him asking me again, I actually lifted my shirt just a little bit. Staples has conducted a full investigation into the matter and determined that the manager in question did not follow correct protocol. You As a result of this finding, the manager has been terminated and Staples has apologized to the customer. He didn't follow correct protocol, you think? This is embarrassing. I learned at a very young age to not make these kind of mistakes. See, sometimes women just be having big stomachs. Sometimes women just be chunky. And my dumb ass has definitely told a woman with a big stomach, congratulations. Or asked how many months is she? Okay. I have to. This never has fared well for me because people already think I'm always trying to be funny. So now if I see a woman walk in the room with a big stomach, I don't assume anything. I mind my damn business because that saying you can make an ass out of yourself by assuming is oh so true. The only thing worse than mistaking a non-pregnant woman for a pregnant woman is back in the day when you made a yo mama joke and the person replies to you, my mama dead. Oh, my God. Now, this officer in Staples pulled up on Cheryl Bates and asked her what's under her shirt. Her response to the officer, twins. The officer didn't believe her, so Bates lifted her, show, her shirt to show him her belly. Come on, man. Staples released a statement about the incident saying that while a customer was shopping, a manager mistakenly thought they were possibly shoplifting and asked a police officer that happened to be in the store to talk with a customer. Well, not a police officer, but a whatever, monitoring officer, to talk with a customer. A quick conversation uh, happened, and then the issue was resolved. The manager apologized to the customer and refunded their transaction due to the inconvenience. No, that's the uh, corporate whitewashed version of events, okay? You hear that, you hear that statement, and you hear the little, the, little, the little Staples button. That was easy. Yeah, that's what it sounded like, but it wasn't that easy, okay? Cheryl was profiled because being black will always be threatening and suspicious to some people. She was unjustly confronted by the monitoring officer for no damn reason. The officer implied she was stealing, and that woman had to expose herself to an officer in order to prove she wasn't doing anything. Now, the officer was fired, and that's a good thing. And they did let Cheryl get all her items for free, uh, but that's not enough, okay? If the officer was male... The fact she had to expose herself to him is worth a few hundred thousand dollars in my book, all right? That pregnant belly is sacred. Trust me, all right? My wife at home, eight months pregnant with our third child right now. Get close to her stomach if you want to, all right? And she don't know you. Attempt to touch her stomach. Ask her to lift up her shirt to see her belly. Who, who does that except the doctor, all right? Yes, I'm glad that man got fired, but Staples, I think y'all owe Cheryl a couple dollars. Am I, am I, am I reaching here by saying that? Mm. You don't think she's owed a couple dollars? I I think she could has a lawsuit potentially. Yeah, man, that's traumatizing. Please give uh Staples. Please let Remy Ma give Staples the biggest hee haw. Hee haw, hee haw! You stupid motherfucker! Are you dumb? Mm-hmm. I actually gave All my right. seat up at the LMA concert the other day to a uh, pregnant woman, and she was like, "You know, I'm pregnant, but I didn't want to say that to her. I was just like, oh here, you can have my seat. And um, yeah, I didn't want to point out that she was pregnant just in case she wasn't. Mm. So. All right. All right, well, thank you, Charlemagne, for that donkey of the day. Yes, sir. Up next is Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee right now. The number is 800-585-1051. And let me send a birthday shout-out to Tina from Lincoln Tech. Now, uh, Lincoln Tech, of course, is an automotive school. They do health schools all across the country. And Tina runs the one out in uh, New Jersey. I think she runs all of them. I don't know. She has a big position, but that's our friend over here. So shout to Tina and happy birthday. All right, Ask is next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning.
morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, Breakfast Club. Hi, DJ MV, Charlamagne the God, and Angela. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to, um, this is for Angela, relationship questions. I've been with my partner for about 10 years. I'm 33. He's 30. We have four kids together, well, two kids together, and um, I have two boys from a previous relationship, but mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm tired of waiting around for him to, you know, get on the wagon, like, you know, I want you to be my wife and all this stuff, but he he, he worried about too much. He worried about finances, which I understand, right. but I feel like if we take that step, you know, everything is going to kind of pan itself out. We're always going to have issues, of course, you know, the more you keep living, but I just, I don't understand what's holding him back. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's hard to say because, look, the guys up here, Envy got married pretty early in life, and Charlamagne, it took him a while of uh, being with his his wife, who, you know, he's married now, for him to even propose, and people have different timelines of when they Mm want to do certain things. But, you guys, it feels like, you know, sometimes people live like they're married, and so it's not a rush because he's comfortable. Right. You know, you love him, so clearly everything's working fine. Sometimes people think marriage is going to change things, and it makes them right, nervous right. also. And it could be that he is waiting till he gets his money up so that he can give you the ring that he feels like you deserve and the wedding that he thinks that you want. But really, all you want is for y'all to be in union together yes. now, no matter what. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, bro, you got one more. <laughs> like, in my head, I'm like, bro, you got one more year? Like, I'm not doing this no more. Right. I'm, like, too old to be talking about, oh, that's my boyfriend. Like, and he and he already knows, right, that you don't care about how big the ring is. You don't right. care about spending money on a wedding or none of those things. Right, right. It, it, it's just, it's the principle. And, you know, we're already doing everything that married people do which probably was my fault in the beginning for allowing it to happen so long but you know right you, you fell I mean you fell into it you guys have been together for a long time you didn't think it would end up where you're still not married and it's been 10 years Right. I'm like, dang, what's up? Is it me? Is it me? Like, no, it, listen. What? You know. I will promise you this is such a common thing. It's definitely not not you. And <laughs> We don't know what it is exactly holding him back. And guys are, you know, it's a, it makes him nervous. Like, some people really, really believe that marriage would change a relationship when things are smooth. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. just let him know that's not the case. And also tell him, listen, it's so important to me. Like, you have to take into consideration my feelings and what it is that I need, just like I take it into consideration for you. So let's give ourselves right. a timeline and a deadline on when we're going to at least start planning. You know, okay, so if you, okay. you should tell him... Listen, I'm going to give you the next year and a half to get it together. And then okay. if you're not sure what you want to do then, then then we need to maybe consider some other options because it's very important to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thanks, Angela. Okay. You sound happy, you, though. You sound like you popping. I, I am very happy. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to live a positive life. And, you know, I've been through a lot, you know, just with this relationship. I've been through a lot in my life, period. But... You know, I'm just in a space right now where I'm just trying to just keep positive vibes and yes. no matter what happens in your life. Dude, Don't you lose this good it. woman. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I better let them know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, honey. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. You too. You too man. Ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you got a question, you can call ye right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. 
Hello, who's this? Um, anonymous. Anonymous caller. Okay, anonymous. anonymous. What's up, hon? Hi, good morning, MVY, Charlemagne. Um, well, yeah, I wanted to ask you. I've been with my boyfriend for about going on nine years this year, and I don't know if we should get married or not. First off, the four, four years we were together, we were together every day, and then shortly after that, I ended up going to prison. And, you know, after, like, a week after I got out, he ended up going to prison. Was it for the and same thing, like, that y'all did together? Yeah, yeah. Was what was y'all doing, thing. scamming? No, drugs. We were selling drugs, and our home got raided. Okay, <laughs> all right. So now, I mean, we're home now, and we've been back together for about two years now. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the same thing that he's constantly been doing, and... I don't know if I should marry him. It's like he's at work all day, and he works as a painter, so I don't know how he, how he has time to talk to other girls, but he does. Okay, so he's so, been cheating all this time, and he still is. I don't know if to call it cheating because he's not sleeping with them. He's just talking to them constantly. It's like he's building a bond. Like, I check his phone, and he's on the phone with them for 60 minutes, 90 minutes at a time, like constantly on the phone with them all day at work. It's like four or five different calls, and there are minutes, I mean hours and hours of time. Who are these women? Just random women that he meets? The first one he told me it was his cousin, and then I ended up finding something in the phone that let me know it was not his cousin. So, Mm -hmm. And how do you know he's not sleeping with them? I don't, because I'm with him 24-7. No, you're not. He got plenty of time to be on the phone for hours. Right. I mean, while he's at work, I guess I guess you're right. People will definitely find time to do the things that they want to do. If he has time to talk for hours on the phone and lie to you about it, listen, lying no matter what is not good. The fact that he would lie and tell you he was talking to his cousin and then you find out that it wasn't, the fact that you have to go through his phone, the fact that he's talking to these other random women and you don't know what's going on is enough, I think, um, of a fuzziness for me to feel like not a good idea. A lot of red flags. Right. And then it's like when I call these girls, because I do call them, and as oh. soon as I mention my name, they're like, who is this? And I'm like, this is f-. They hang up. It's like they I thought you were anonymous. Who I am. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll bleep out your name. We'll take, out, we'll take out your name. Don't worry. <laughs> But I just want to say this. Listen, as a woman, do you know how awful it feels when you got to call other women on the phone? Like, you are playing me out. I don't like having to feel like I got to call this other chick and she knows who I am. I don't know who you are. You know information about me. And you talking to my man? Mm Mm-hmm. That's mad disrespectful. It's very disturbing. But we've been together so long. I mean, he's good. He pays the bills. I've been, you know... Raising his son for a while now. I met him when the son was three. You it sounds like you're making me. excuses of why you should stay. <laughs> I would say this. I wouldn't get married. He's got a lot of things to prove to you before you can get to that point. But if you feel like this now, why would you marry somebody that's not even doing the right thing? Right. Marriage doesn't make people do the right thing. You got to do the right thing first. And show me that you want to be with me. But this is crazy. And it's like, don't try to convince yourself that he's not doing the things that he's doing. Or don't try to convince yourself, well, he's a good man because he pays the bills. Well, guess what? He's also being very deceptive and lying to you. That's not good. You're right. And then I made him change his phone number. And I told him that if I found the number again, then I would know that it was him the very next day I found the number. Like, why should you have to do this? Now you got to play spy all the time. Is that how you want to live your life? Spying? I really don't. I really don't. It's draining. It's awful. It make you feel like you think I'm stupid. You don't respect me. You got these girls thinking I'm stupid. I got to call them. I don't want to. I would not want to. Can you imagine a relationship where you didn't have to do those things? Why isn't he calling you when he wants to talk? 
because I work and where I work at, I work on the phone. So it's like, I can't speak. I can't talk to him the way he wants me to talk to him, which is his excuse every time. He's like, well, I can't talk to you. But I don't understand if he's working all day. He, he works with masks on his face. He works in a warehouse. You shouldn't want, you shouldn't have time to talk to nobody. Listen to music and get your job done. Yeah, that's like, a dumbass excuse. That sounds crazy. Right. I call him when I get to work. I call him on my lunch break and I call him on my, my last break. But it's like, that's just not enough. All right. Well, listen, he need to stop playing you out. I'm just telling you. Okay. Yeah, I know you're going to do what you want to do, and I can't, but I can't co-sign you saying I'm going to marry this man. All right. I definitely need to reevaluate and do some thinking. All right. All right, thank you. All right, that was Ask E, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, I mean, since we're talking about this, imagine if you could figure out what men want. If you could read their mind, would you want to do it? We'll talk about Taraji P. Henson and the new movie that she's in. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. Steve, JMV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Yee's trying to find out what men want. It's about time. What's going on? is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Will Packer's latest movie, What Men Want, stars Taraji P. Henson, and she talks about playing the role of the woman who is able to hear what men's thoughts are. Uh, in case you haven't seen the trailer, here's what happens. I'm so sick of this boys' club. You don't connect well with men. Just stay in your lane. I know someone you should talk to. Oh, can help you connect with me. Why don't we have some tea? This smells like dirt. Oh, that's just jasmine tea. If you don't count the weed and the peyote and the crack. I feel weird after last night. Yeah, that's what happens when tequila meets desperation. Okay, stop saying things you shouldn't be saying to your boss. Holy crap. Can you hear my inner thoughts? I can hear your inner thoughts. Ah! I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the original version of that movie. What Women Went with Mel Gibson? Yeah, with Mel Gibson. Mm -hmm. Yes. Can you imagine knowing what people are thinking in their head? Would you I, want that I think power? That would, I think that would drive you crazy. I actually met a mentalist yesterday. His name was Oz, Oz the Mentalist. He definitely read my mind three different times, and that's why I had to walk away from him because that's just spooky. Yeah, I definitely don't want to know what you're thinking. Eek. All right. Um, and that movie comes out January 11th. Justin, drop one of the clues bombs for Jazz Fly, too. She wrote the screenplay for that. That's dope. Mm -hmm. All right. Now let's discuss... Um, Jasmine Waters. Yeah, oh yeah, Jazz Fly. Shout out to her. I haven't seen her in a minute. Uh, Aretha Franklin. Apparently she is now alert, laughing, teasing, and able to recognize people. We told you that she was uh, in critical condition and the family was around her. She's been, uh, quote unquote, gravely ill. Well, now, according to her nephew, things are much better. They said family is there with her. She's home. They believe that she'll pull through it. Uh, they said she believes she'll pull through it and that's the important thing. So well, That's a beautiful thing, man, because I damn sure got a text yesterday and somebody told me Aretha Franklin had transitioned mm -hmm. and I was like, huh? Well, they're also going to have an Aretha Franklin tribute concert that's going to be uh, set for Madison Square Garden. She's had such a huge impact on people, so... Uh, that's going to go down on November 14th. I love tributes while people are still alive. I think you should give people their, their flowers while they're here to smell them. So I like the tributes when people can actually watch the tributes. And you know that biopic, they start filming that next year. So that'll be pretty exciting. I'm all here for it. Mm -hmm. I want to be alive to see that too. All right, Queen Latifah is going to be hosting Black Girls Rock. That's going to go down on August 26th. And it's in Newark, New Jersey, where Queen Latifah is from. So at NJ Pack. So anybody, if you want to go to Black Girls Rock or you want to watch it, it's going to air on BET on September 9th. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. All right, now let's discuss DJ Self. Now, we had told you guys about... Who's DJ Self? DJ Self Envy, is... now is when you're supposed to jump in there and say, explain to the people they who know DJ who DJ Self, Self is. is. Oh, you Stop think it. they know who Self is? He's on Love and Hip Hop. Okay. They know who DJ Self is. All right. Well, he was the one originally that had Cardi B signed, right? And, I don't know um, if Cardi was ever signed. No, he never signed. Never um, had a sign. Okay, well, he was working with her. Yes. On right. the show, and that didn't work out. But now, for some reason, Nicki Minaj is having an issue with DJ Self. Now we don't know exactly what happened, and this was actually up here where we work at the studio. Um, but they had some back and forth, and here is what DJ Self had to say on his side. I felt that it was some weird vibes between DJ Self, me, and Nicki Minaj because on the blogs, it was like, Nicki Minaj unfollows DJ Self. And I found that weird because I don't have any relationship with her at all. So she came up to the radio station and we had to cross paths because I was in her walkway. I said, hey, Nick. She said, hey, back. Then after that, proceeded to do her interview with DJ Clue. I also walked off because I was there earlier because I had a meeting. So to paint a better picture, we could not see each other nor hear each other the whole time. Now, Nikki had went on social media and said he's mad because I refused to give him a drop or a hug. He was just up there dissing the bitch, thinking that would make me F with him. LMAO jokes on you once again, dummy. Passed up on your meal ticket. Now you get crumbs from her table. You're a reality TV hoe. Used to be a respected DJ. I know Self was on the radio last night, but why did it sound like he was in front of the green screen on Love and Hip Hop? Well, like here's, he here's what else <laughs> Self had to say about what happened. Up talking in between scenes. With Nicki DJ Minaj. Clue walks into my meeting and asks me, hey, do you got issues with Nicki? And I said, uh, not that I know of. Why? What's up? He said, because I was doing my drop list, and when it came to your name, she declined. Later on that night, she started to tweet a lot of lies. Mona Scott Young could never create a better storyline than the one we saw yesterday. And I know she is so mad she did not have the cameras rolling. I don't think Self's on this season of Love and Hip Hop, though. Why, why you keep announcing that? You, you done said that twice. It's like you want people to know Self ain't no, on Love and Hip Hop. No, I think they do have a whole new cast. They, already they have a whole new cast. Yeah, yeah. Really? They might need to bring them back now, They though. got rid of Self? Bro, when you I don't think Self wanted to do it again. I don't think Self wanted okay, to do it all right, anymore. All right, okay. All right, you better say that then. All right, well, here's I more. Hope, I would hope that Mona didn't cut Self. Here's more, more of DJ Self uh, explaining his side of what happened with Nicki Minaj, or what didn't happen. I never had a conversation with her about any female rapper. I never asked her for a drop. I never asked her for a hug. And still to this day, I do not know what her issue is with me. Salute to the boy DJ Envy. Salute to the whole Power 1051 staff for standing front with me. And it's never, ever, ever cool to threaten someone or mean bodily harm to another person. I also know when tempers are flaring, people say things that they don't really mean. I wonder how Nicki album would be received this week if she just let it breathe and let the good music that she has on the album speak for itself. Because we can all agree that the album is good, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I like the yeah. album. So it's just like without all the controversy and all the, you know, it's entertaining, but I wonder how the album would be received if she just would be letting it breathe. I don't right know now. why all this is happening right now. Because she's trying to promote the album. This is promo week. It's, it's just going crazy. It's, it's wrestling, okay? The, the, the projected sales numbers came in. They weren't projected. It was supposed to be her lowest debut Ever? They I were think. predicting between, I think, 135 and 150. Yeah, so now she's trying to get the numbers up. That's why she's doing all the press and, you know, the the the, the back and forth on social media yesterday with everybody. And it's, yeah. I, I guess yeah. it's working because it did say well, her numbers went she, up yesterday. I heard she wants to get back to the music. So, you know, I, I spoke to Clue last night, too, and Clue had a conversation oh, with her about Clue the can Senate. fix this. Sending people up there, and she and allegedly she said she didn't mean that. And well, she did tweet. She said, "Why you wait till I leave? I got some hungry M-words with me, bitch. I'll be back tomorrow." And she's promoting her Queen Radio. 
Because yeah. she, she'll be she's on. She's going to address all this tomorrow on Queen Radio. Now, I hope mm-hmm. that she's not using uh, DJ Self, something that DJ Self allegedly told her to say what she really wants to say about Cardi. I hope that's not the case. Well, we don't know mm. anything. That's you know what speculation I mean? at this point. She yep. hasn't said anything yet. I'm just saying, because she keeps saying that Self told me this and that about her, and I'm going to tell you on Thursday. According to Self, they didn't even have a conversation. That's what I mean. So I hope that she's not using that just to say what she really wants to say about Cardi. I really wish Nick- Nikki would just let her album live, because the album's good. Well, a lot of guys got some great information yesterday about getting their hairlines fixed, and I think that was valuable information for people. You're stupid. What is this valuable information? Hold on, no. We, we haven't asked the important question yet. What? DJ Envy, is the ban lifted? <laughs> is the ban lifted? Hmm? <laughs> if that's your evil Who laugh, was if that? that's your evil laugh, I'm not scared if I'm Nikki. I'm oh my honest. gosh! <laughs> if that's your evil laugh, I'm not I'm even like, scared at where did, all. Where did if Elmo? I'm Nikki, if that's your evil laugh, I'm not scared at all. Where did Elmo on. just pop into this? Dude, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you that question again, and then I'm gonna do the laugh. Okay? I'm at, all right. Do the laugh. DJ Envy, is the ban lifted? <laughs> that didn't sound evil either. That didn't sound evil. That that wasn't evil. You crazy. Ye, 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 you try to evil laugh. Okay, ye, okay. I'm not an evil person. I couldn't imagine. Whatever. Yes, you are. Okay, ye, go. Okay. Boo. 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 That's why the bobs ain't scared at all. That's why the bobs ain't shook at y'all at all. We don't all have right? no. Effie's just mad that we don't got no team. We don't got no gang. Effie wants us to have a gang. Bobs don't give a damn about y'all band. But I can oh, put man. an evil emoji up. I will say this, though. Uh, for all the bobs that were attacking Envy yesterday and attacking Self, don't attack them. Just simply go buy Nikki's album. Yeah, go support, man. Go, go support. The album. Don't, why go support. Have, why have her come in with the lowest numbers, lowest first week numbers that she's ever had? Like, go out there and support her Ooh, album. You trying to say the bobs don't support? Uh, Is that what you're saying? Clearly they're not. If she's only projected to sell 135 to 150, I would think that Nikki would do well over 200, even though I predicted Bob's. Bob's don't let Charlamagne talk to you like that. I just posted I'm, an email. I got a emoji. challenge. That's this is scary. a Bob <laughs> challenge. This is a Bob challenge. Go buy the Queen album instead of slandering, uh, slandering people that don't like Nicki. <laughs> or you think don't like Nicki? Remember when you used Go to be the um, see the Barb? I still like Nicki. Contrary see to popular the Barb. belief. Let's bring see the Barb but back. A, but I'm gonna call, like call it like I said. If she puts out something that I don't like, I'm gonna say I don't like it. If she puts out something that's dope like this album. I'm gonna say it's dope. Okay, Simple well the Barb's won't do that. No, the Bobs cannot be objective at all. <laughs> all right. So no you got a Barb no more. Yee. Yes. We got to go now. All, all right. right. Well, Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.